Um, usually, so like right now, you know that it's recording. Mm-hmm. I'll usually like talk for like a first minute, and then I'll do like an introduction or whatever. Okay, what up, it's Danny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the podcast? Yo, so like right now, um, are you making music right now? Are you recording singles? What's like the the vibe right now with like so, the whole music thing? I am nearing the end of finishing up like my first like legit project that's like my project it was conceptual kind of um like there's like a point to it like it's it's not just me making music to just make a song like i'm yeah making it with a purpose for like streaming services and videos and like being able to monetize it and all that shit like it's my first attempt sadly at like putting something out that's like a real project instead of just like rapping because <laughs> yeah. i've spent my entire life just rapping just, like, for fun. And yeah, stuff like, I make yeah. shit and people like it, that's great, but, like, I haven't really been pushing hard, like, to put something out that people give a fuck about. Right on. Other than me. Yo, 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 what's up? It's Danny, and this is the Happiness Frequency. Uh, today, as always, we have special guests, and today is a very, very talented motherfucker. His name is Casey. Um, you can follow him on Instagram, check out his music. Is it pretty much? It's look up Casey Parks and it's K-A-C-E-Y. So okay. And if people, if people want to follow your Instagram, is there like a, is there like a dot Casey? It's is underscore K-A-C-E-Y underscore Parks. Okay. So it's annoying, but the person who's got just Casey Parks is... <laughs> I've tried to hit her up. She's an inactive user. Like, she's got Casey Parks on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, what? everywhere. Yeah. But, like, she doesn't use... It's not like she's an active so- person on social media. She just mm. has them. Hmm. And, like, zero followers, zero posts, zero everything, right? It's just, like, a person. Dude, I heard... I heard because uh, I had a homie that did this. He, like, wanted his full name, but it was already taken. So, like, he paid this person. He was like, yo, I'll slide you... I'll Venmo you, like, 50 bucks and we can trade, like, I tried. handles. Yeah. She's never read the messages. Ah, man. Like, she's not active. That sucks, dog. Like, maybe she died. I don't know. Like... like <laughs> That's whack, bro. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> But, like, it's every, it's every platform. Like, yeah. she's not an active social media user, but in this day and age, like, everybody has social media to mm-hmm. a point. So, like, I wasn't... Casey Parks isn't her real name. So, like, mm-hmm. I think it's her real name. <laughs> it's probably her real name. Yeah. Dude, and, like, so, kind of, like, walk me through... One was, like, the moment, like, in your life that you... You were just, like, making music, doing it for fun. When was, like, the moment that you were, like, yo, like, I want to do this, like, for real, for real. I want to make a concept out of the whole thing. What what shifted your whole mindset? I mean, it's always been, like, something that I thought I could do. But it's always been, like, yeah, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to get the money together. I'm going to do it then. And that just never really happened. And then I just kept getting better and, like, working on it. But I never, like, something would happen in my life that would make it, like, an inconvenient time. like Or, like, I'd be moving or, like, school or money issues like it just it was never the right time to like be able to fund the proper thing so i just kept rapping and i kept like doing my thing doing my thing and then like at a certain point this year i was just like dude you gotta either do it or not like and i got an opportunity that helped me along with it which is one of those things it was just like perfect time that someone came along and wanted to help me out so um that has helped me along with the situation and sped things up so i figure when i talk to people about it like i'm gonna i'm 24 now I'll give it till 26, 27, 28, like, as a serious thing. And it's crazy. You don't look 24, bro. 
You look hella young. Oh, I thought I looked old as shit. No, 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 no <laughs> not, not at all, bro. Not at all, not at all. It's just, just because, like, you're just great energy, bro. Great energy, that's well, dope. It's, but it's funny, like, some people I'll get, they think I'm 20. Yeah. And some people think I'm 30. Like, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's not looks, it's gotta be personality. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. For sure, for sure, bro. I think it's depending on how long my beard is. If my beard's longer, I get older. The shorter I cut it, but, like, <laughs> the younger I get. So, dude, kind of, like, take, uh, like, the audience, kind of, like, take us back to that moment where you were, like, yo, like, I am inspired by life or inspired by something, and you were, like, yo, I want to do music. Like, oh, what, what was, like, the whole catalyst, like, that okay. started everything? So, I'm a white kid from the suburbs in Kansas. Like, the fact that I'm a rapper is kind of ridiculous in general. But um, <laughs> when I was young, I came up on, like, when I got first got into music. You know, you have, like, that your first couple bands you like when you're mm-hmm. a kid. Like, middle school, you, like, first discover, like, your kind of music. Yeah, yeah. I was into, like, alt-rock, which... I don't know if alt-rock still exists. Everybody calls shit, like, pop-punk and, like, indie now. But it's just, like, Blink-182, 311, Sublime, yeah. like... Um, Used to bump cartel a lot when I was a kid, like just uh, like just like yeah, yeah, alt yeah. rock shit, right? Right on. And so I didn't really listen to hip hop in the around like oh, was it eighth grade maybe. Eighth grade freshman year of high school is when I like discovered hip hop, and then what got me into it was initially um, like the first. I'm trying to think the first like artist that like it was it was in, it was Nelly weirdly. <laughs> like old Nelly, I was like, ooh, this is dope. Hey. <laughs> and then it was like Lil Wayne, obviously, mm-hmm. like Lil Wayne, that was like, hey, that's like Carter Three time. And like, what was, what year was this? Like, when uh, you were trying to get into it? freshman year. Like, so this would have been like 2007 to 2009, somewhere in there. Okay, okay. Um, so, like, that's Carter Three. That's like Nelly's still huge then. Like, that's late 2000s is when I got into it. So, like, I get into just basically pop hip hop. So, Wayne, um, so far gone Drake, which is still like one of my favorite albums ever. Oh yeah, bro. Um, and then I f- start finding people like Big L and Trap Called Quest and yeah. Scientific and MF Doom and Big Pun and like real hip hop shit. And I just it was over. Like I heard Big L, and it was just fucking done. Like that's there's something about the structure of hip hop, like the way it's crafted, that just fascinates me. Like I just love it so much. So I still listen. Like I still like indie stuff, but it, I never had that like. There's a part of my brain that just resonates with hip hop really, but whether it's the instrument behind it or like the craft of the words or like whatever, the whole like intertwining of putting together that style of music and like the verbal side of it really like hits a chord with me in my brain. And I just, I mean, it was like, ooh, this is really dope. And then I started playing it all the time. And then you get high with your friends in high school and you rap. Like, that's just a thing that you do. <laughs> and then usually everybody's really shitty. And I was just like a little less shitty than most people. So I kept doing it, and then I did it, like, secretly by myself a lot and got better. And then it became a thing that, like, was, like, a joke to, like, a hobby, but still a joke to, like, a straight-up hobby to, like, something I was pursuing as a passion. And now it's something that, like, is plan A career-wise, even though I have plan B, C, D, E, and F mapped out. But, like, it is plan A now. But that was a slow progression, if that makes sense. For, like, um... Cause you were, dude. I, I don't know what artist you were talking about the other day. Um, I think you were talking about. I don't know if it was like Kendrick or Cole, but you were like, dude. There's nobody's ever gonna be like better than this oh, artist or something like that. It was probably but, Kendrick or Cole. Yeah. Or Big L or something. Yeah. Like I think there's tears to rapping, and I think there's Kendrick is like people like him or Cole. It's immense natural talent, 
coupled with insane hard work, mm-hmm. whereas opposed to like, I don't know, like a Meek Mill, right? That dude just can rap, but there's, there's just, he can never jump to where Kendrick's at. And like, Lil Pump can never jump to where Meek Mill's at. And like, there's, there's just like tiers of the skill set, right? And like, you can get better, but there's a ceiling for everybody. Oh, yeah. And Kendrick's ceiling is changing things completely, whereas, like, Meat Mill's ceiling is just like, yo, he's going to make a living, he's going to make a career, like, he's a solid rapper, but, like, you're not going to talk about it in 20 years. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Lil Pump's like a five-year fad. Like, that style of music's just going to be, like, it's not a skill set for him, it's a paycheck for him, which is fine, that's not his fault. You know what I mean? Yeah, people are just trying to get their bread. Don't get your of money. Course. But, like, of it's course. just in the way rapping is. Like, it's just, Kendrick's a special thing. There's a, there's a few of those people that are, like, it's with everything. It's with painting. It's with sports. It's with business. Like, there's a lot of successful businessmen. There's Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, and Warren Buffett. Like, there's like those fucking three people. There's a lot of super successful people in business, but like, there's just a different tier. Yeah, it's the same thing with sports, and mm-hmm. same thing with rapping. They're just like the best in the world. Yeah, and there's no, there's no getting there. Like, there's no. <laughs> I mean, there's no. If you they can, die, you can maybe follow their footsteps for sure. It's not even that. It's just there's no like. Like, we lie to children and tell them they can be whatever they want. <laughs> it's a lie. You can be whatever... This is like you, raw truth. Yeah, you can be whatever you want within your natural abilities and your circumstance and your school system and your diet as a small child that affects your brain chemistry. Like, mm-hmm. your decision tree is very much made up for you before you start making your own decisions, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, everybody's got the ability to do a bunch of things, but everybody can't do anything. And that's just a lie we tell people. And it's, it's okay. And you can be a rapper as a hobby. But anybody can be that. The same way I play basketball all the time. I'm never going to make the league. Ever. Never, ever. I'm never going to play in the NBA. Sorry, not going to happen. Like, sucks, but never going to happen. I can just drop my job, my family, my girlfriend, rapping, and play all day, every day. Never going to get a paycheck for basketball. And, like, that's just it's with everything. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's probably what we're talking about with, like, Kendrick and shit. Dude, I um one of one of the things that I admire about like those dudes like Kendrick and Cole and Drake just like and Jay Z like all those people that are at the top, um, how they're all they're all amazing mm-hmm. like, lyrically, music like sonically, um, how do you like how do you like admire that like from afar but then create something new from scratch like how do you how are you always like finding different sounds, inspiration um, when you're doing your music? Because I know that you're very like you're not all about like this like mumble rap thing, even though it's like very, very like in, yeah. obviously, yeah. and people it's like it. It's, it's on the downturn, though, because even. The, yeah, it's it's we're fading away from it. Because even the yeah. popular mumble rappers now are Ski Mask and XX. And, yeah. Like, and like Ghostmane and Puya, like those dudes can all rap. Yeah, they're great. Whereas three years ago, there's like. 21 and Pump and mm-hmm. Famous Dex and like mm-hmm. all those dudes. Again, not their fault. Go get your money. Yeah. yeah they can't yeah. rap. But like, you can call Ski mumble rap. It's not. That dude is amazing. So like, even His the music to- is great. Even it's the great. top yeah. tier of like the trap scene right now, they're getting better as like skill wise. So, and the, and the newer people who are popping off can rap a little bit. Even if it's only a little bit, they can rap a little bit. Like they're on beat. Yeah. Where it's supposed to like, like Kodak Black, even Kodak Black's had to step up a little bit. He's had to stay on beat now. <laughs> <laughs> Which, good job, Kodak. Like you're on beat. Good for you. 
Um, yeah, um, yeah. For me, it's more like, like how do you how do you like find those like new pockets, those new sounds of like inspiration? Because like your shit is like, it doesn't sound like anything. It's just like your own thing. Yeah. Like, how did you get to that place where you found your own? Well, I listened. I it started out with me just listening to fucking everything, like consuming hip hop, like, like I was really stu- old like I was shit. studying. No, 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 just everything. everything from like mumble shit to boom bap to like obscure, like odd things, like um, like I mean, this isn't obscure, not but like ra- every rapper's favorite rapper's MF Doom, like. You listen to MF Doom to, like, learn how to be a rapper, basically. Because he's better than all of us. Like, he's just he's better. <laughs> and, like, stuff like... Uh, oh, God, I'm blanking on this fucking name. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll come back to it. But, like, there's, yeah, some, yeah. there's some, like, really experimental stuff that, like, it's weird and different. And, like, the average music fan's not going to enjoy it. But, like, the further you go down the rabbit hole into hip-hop, you hear something new and you're like, ooh that's different that's weird that's new like i don't understand that like what are they doing here or like you'll hear something you hated at first and then you listen again and you're like ooh, never mind wait what's that like what's that and like i don't know and then i listen to like all sorts of genres and then now i've gotten to a point where like i think it's important for me to avoid a lot of music especially in hip-hop so i don't sound like anybody mm-hmm. okay and just learn as many things as possible so i spend most of my day with podcasts and books and like Oh yeah, learning about things that have nothing to do with hip hop, just to like grow my grow myself as a person, so I have something to say. Because you, mm-hmm. I can rap all day about rapping, but mm-hmm. what am I saying? So like this this project I'm putting out now, there's like hints of a point, but most of it's just like making good ass like rap music. But like the next project I put out, this is my like hey hi I can rap my introduction. The next thing I do after this will be like the this is how I see the world kind of thing. Like like your blueprint. Yeah, just like what 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 I think about existence life and, life and, and like yeah. why why I'm doing what I'm doing, but it's really hard to have a point without a perspective. So I gotta learn and become a person before I can have a point. Can you say that again, dude? That's that's so great. Can you say that again, just for the for everybody that's listening? It's really hard to have a point without a perspective. Yeah, dude. Facts, dude. That's like a bar right there. <laughs> oh my god, at best, bro. That's a great. Oh my god, that's a bar right there. Hell yeah. Uh, I'll have to write it down later so I don't forget it because I do that all the time. Like, Ooh, that'd be dope, <laughs> and then I don't write it down. <laughs> um, bro, what's um. Because obviously this is really important. Dude, this is exciting. This is like really exciting because, and I've talked about this before, like just the shift that's happening right now, like on earth, like the music industry, in the art world, it's never been such an amazing time to be alive and create. Like yeah. everything is there. It's access. Like everybody has the the access to create, but at the same time, it makes everybody like push the envelope even harder yeah. because everyone's like doing it right um for you um what's like a vision that you like something new that you want to add to music because eventually like obviously as you get better over the years and stuff like that you're going to be in the culture you're going to be yeah. making music and stuff like that what do you think is something that your music is going to add to the music culture in naples in florida in the world because obviously you know you want to be global or you want to be at least known here in in uh in in the u.s and stuff like that what's something new that you want to add to the music industry that is not there it's i know that's it's like a lot i get what you're uh, saying but like i just okay so i preach this to like myself 
more than anybody, but also like the artists I spend a lot of time with, and like even if my music never blows up, like I would love to do anything I can to help the people I respect with oh, their yeah. with their art get huge. And the thing I tell them all the time is like self awareness, like know who you are, know who know how good you are, where you fit, like, and you're never gonna be you're never gonna be able to judge yourself perfectly the way the world sees you, but you should make an effort to take a step back from yourself and see yourself and where you fit into this thing, and like. I think the biggest impact that I'd like... I don't think my music... Like, when I look back and I take a step back, I don't think I'm Kanye. Like, I don't think I can put out an album and change the, change the fabric and the landscape of hip-hop music. Because, like, Kanye puts out an album, and you might hate it, but your favorite rapper loved it. And his music's gonna sound like Kanye's on his next album. Right? Travis Scott doesn't exist without Kid Cudi and Kanye. Like, that's... <laughs> Travis Scott's just a little Kanye Cudi baby. Like, that's all he is. And he's amazing. But, like... Travis Scott doesn't shift as amazing as he is. Astroworld didn't make other rappers change their style. It made, but Kanye's Yeezus made Astroworld. Hell yeah. Astroworld didn't make shit other than Travis Scott a shitload of money. And the thing is, I like Travis Scott, but like, there's only a few people who's... Like, Kendrick doesn't shift style. Kendrick is, makes incredible classic music, but his music isn't style shifting. There's only a few people who do that. And like... Cuddy was one of those people. Kanye's one of those people. Mm. Pierre Bourne seems to maybe be one of those people who, like, stylistically makes something new and changes, like, directional stuff in hip-hop. Um, I lost the thread of my point. But, like, the thing I would like to see happen, like, I don't think I'm that, right? Like, I don't think I'm going to put out an album ever and the generation of musicians five years after me are all going to sound like me. Like, I don't think that's my skill set. I think what my skill set is, is closer to, and again, not as good as, but closer to a Cole or a Kendrick where, like, I can make a point and a message, but my biggest impact on other artists and the scene is going to come through my words when I speak because the music will give me a platform to speak. And, like, I think the biggest thing that I can help with is, like, there's 8 billion people on the planet right now. It's going to be 10 in the next 20 years. If you get 10,000 fans, which seems like nothing to pay you $10 every year, you just made $100,000 every year, you can make a living off 10,000 fans. You don't need the whole world to love you. You need your pocket, right? So fuck a label and fuck a radio station and fuck Spotify and fuck all that shit. Build your own platform, Patreon, whatever it is, in a place where like your music is free and your fans support you because they want you just to continue to make things. So like a subscription-based artist way. Like So we're like, a new artist, instead of putting his shit up on Spotify, has his own website, and you pay $10 a month, and then you can get his, their music whenever you want, download it, whatever. And it'll pop up on YouTube, and it'll pop up on Spotify, but the original money comes in through directly to the artist, and it just funds them to do whatever they want. And you might make, individually, like, the industry might, or the industry might make less as, a, as an industry, but individually, everybody will do a lot better. There'll be less multi-millionaires but they lot maybe a lot more people making a living off art and i think we need to get away from letting corporatism control art and let you be the corporation behind your own art so like just fund yourself or fund yourself within your own community but like don't let people who have nothing to do with the creative process profit off your shit and that's the biggest step because it's not ne- it was necessary like it was a necessary thing prior to the internet but the internet's the most amazing thing that's ever existed like use it you might not you might have 10 fans in america but you might have 8,000 in Australia. And they might pay as a group. They might come together and be like, all right, we're going to rent out a venue and pay him 10 grand in flights and lodging to fly out to Melbourne and do a couple shows over like a weekend. 
But that might happen once a year in like three places. And guess what? You just paid your rent for the whole year on three shows. Because you have your cult fan base through the internet or through Instagram or through whatever. But you don't need... And you can interact directly and like make custom merch for those people. And like you don't need to sell 100,000 t-shirts. You can sell 100. But you sell them at full profit to yourself. I think that's the biggest thing I can help with. Is like just getting people to like... Understand that. Just know your, know your value. Yeah. And don't let someone else that doesn't deserve any of your value. Dude, right on. Yo, I'm going to pee real quick. Okay. Um, but if you want to keep talking, what do you want people to feel when they listen to your music? Right. right you're going to want to go through that door and then through the next door, take a left through the kitchen, and you're going to go left and then pass through the living room, and then the door on the left side will be closed. After the front door, this door on the left side, that's the bathroom. Is there like, is the door a certain color? It's white. They're all the doors are white. It's just the first door on the left after the living room. Okay. I made that way more complicated than it needed to be. <laughs> I for real forgot the question that he asked me, y'all. So, um, he'll probably end up cutting this part. Because I'm going to sit here and be super awkward in silence for the most part while he's peeing um, and getting lost in my house. What's up? Oh, yeah, I got real quiet because I forgot the question you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so I was like, right, yo. People, people are like driving right now. They're like working out and they're like, okay, cool. It's silent for a second. <laughs> no, I, told him, like, I was like, I forgot what question you asked me and I think like, he's lost in my house. So I'm just yeah. quiet for a minute. Um, no, that what do you want uh, people to feel when they listen to any of your songs or your albums or Shout watch your videos? I don't know yet. That's the thing. I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm just rapping. Like I'm out here making, like I'm, it's for the sport of it. So I haven't gotten to the, like we were talking about earlier with like, I don't have my point yet. Yeah. So like right now, it's nothing other than like what I'm feeling with that individual song. I don't have like a theme that's running through the music I'm making yet. Like... So I don't, I don't want to half-ass a point that I haven't fully formed yet. So as of now, like I hope you just 
fucking like it and it bangs and like you enjoy it <laughs> and like you think it's clever like right now I just want you to hmm, I'm trying to think like it's kind of like a like for a sport like it's kind of like my combine numbers right now like this mm-hmm. is just be like oh he can do that he can do this he can do that now I gotta put it together and like play the game mm-hmm. but like as of now the, the five song project that's gonna come out like it's just like each individual song is its own thing so each song's gonna have its own feeling to it mm-hmm. um and then the next thing I do, sure, that'll, it'll have a point to it. I just don't, like, I'll like a theme throughout the whole thing. But, like, as of now, I'm not sure. Like, right, I, I could say something, but that might change next week when, like, I learn something or have a realization of something that I want to put into the world. For but sure. as of now, it's nothing. And sometimes I just like to rap. Like, sometimes I like it just for the fun of it. Like, oh, yeah, dude. Rap about rapping. You said, you said that yesterday when we were at the... At the Broken Watch. Shout out the Broken Watch, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's like this uh, super, super dope event in Naples. Um, dude, if you want to like go and eat great food and watch people like play great music and stuff like that. Um, it's an open mic. Yeah, it's an open mic, dude. In Naples, there's cheap beer and cheap pizza and wings and burgers and shit. And it's good. It's really good. And it's cheap. And it's every Saturday. And it ends at 11, so y'all can come pregame cheap and then get your ass to all the expensive Naples bars and not spend <laughs> it's called Yeah, it's called the Broken Watch. Yeah, the Broken Watch. You could just Find that Walgreens in. in between Bonita Beach and Immokalee. Yeah. Um, yo, what's like, uh, what made you pick, uh, because you were telling me that you go to back house to like record all your music and stuff like that. How did uh how did that start and why did you pick that like studio specifically? Like what made you go to them, go to their studio and stuff like that? What uh I don't want to get into it too much because mm-hmm. it's not really my place. Mm-hmm. But all I'll say is that people I trust work with them. Mm-hmm. It's a really solid setup and the people who run it are good people. Like Slight and Sino, they're just good people. They're good people, they're artists themselves, so they understand. And the reason I was even comfortable with it in the first place is they are treating my friends properly. So that's it's all based on reputation for me. I, they have my trust. They had my trust initially, just straight on the fact that they're treating people I care about outside of music really well. And that was that was the biggest reason. They're just good people, and they understand music. So that's that was the reasoning. Hell yeah, bro. Um, that's dope. And they're based out of Naples, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, that's so dope. Yo, I would love to maybe like one day just go and kick it and just like vibe out. No, and... you're welcome to come next time I'll go through. Dude, that would um, be sick. How, she... how often are you going right now? Um, whenever, whenever it works out. Like I got one more song to finish up with them. So whenever I have that song ready to go, I'll go out over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, Sino and Slight would be good for someone good for you to talk to. Like they're really cool people. And like, hell yeah, they're like both such, so, such smart guys. So like they would be, they'd be someone interesting for you to talk to. Dude, hell um, yeah, bro. Hell yeah. And, like, they're cool for the scene. Like, it's, it's, some, it's like, artists trying to put something together business-wise for the local scene, which is nice. Like, so you don't have to worry about, like, chasing down some shitty, like, some giant in- entity that wants to, like, take all your money and tell you how to make your music. <laughs> and, like, the thing is with labels, like, I talk shit on labels a lot. For some artists, it's the right thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, for other people, there's no point. Because you know what you're making. You have your own style, your own shit. And if anything, they're just going to, like... They're just going to take percents. They're going to take money and they're going to turn something beautiful into something generic. Mm. They're going to like, they're going to sand down what you're making. They're going to get rid of the hard edges. They're going to make Ikea music. Like, 
<laughs> oh my god, bro. That's great. That is so great. Ikea music. It's functional and it works for everybody, but yeah. it's not anything interesting. It's like the Ikea meatballs, bro. Yeah. I mean, I've never had them, but they make meatballs at Ikea. They're like serving this to people. This is like a thing. Uh, yeah, Ikea's weird. I saw, what is it? There's like some like video game developer as a joke put together like a horror based like video game. Yeah. Where you are walking through Ikea and the employees are trying to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's, that's actually pretty fire. That's actually pretty yeah, fire. No, like, <laughs> man, like I, like, I don't know. I have such mixed feelings on like corporatism and capitalism and like, like mass production versus like individuality and like the balance that you need between like non-functional uniqueness and like functional cookie cutter like mass production things and like Capitalism is a beautiful thing that's changed the world, but also, like, it's got its holes for that sure. leaves things out, and, like, it doesn't appreciate, it doesn't value certain things, which is disappointing, so you gotta find a way to, like, put a net underneath the holes for the shit that falls through. Yeah. Does that make sense? Dude, how... Because I, I know that it's, like, a... Like, it's definitely a fine line, like you're saying, right? There's, like, like you said, there's the people who need labels. There's people that just, they know what they want, whatever. Um, but how do you have that balance? Because it's, like, obviously somebody coming to you with a bunch of money, just being, yo, I want to invest in you and stuff like that. And then there's obviously, like, the art, the other artists, like, trying to do all his thing and then pour money into that. How can you, how do you, like, balance that? And not make, like, shit music, but get it to the masses. I think, I mean, shit breaks through when it breaks through, and shit appeals to what it appeals to, and some of the greatest, I mean, most of the greatest art in the history of humanity wasn't appreciated in its time. So, like, I'm sure there's music being made right now that nobody's heard that in 500 years is going to be in books. Like, the way... like <laughs> That's it, awesome. That's just how, like, things work. Like, people are ahead of their time or past their time. Like, it just, like, things don't... And there's painters now that would have been famous 500 years ago that, like, they're just generic whatever now. Mm. And it's just timing's everything, and you don't get to choose when you're born. So, like, mm. and you don't get to choose the way culture moves. You can only affect the small part of your stream and hope it, like, changes the flow the way you want it to go. But, like, you have no, you have no main control over anything. No one does. But yeah. what you got to hope for is, like, look, you need, you need pop music. You need mass appeal music. Like, it's mass appeal for a reason. Like, it appeals to everybody. Not everybody gives a shit about art. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to care about, like, the artistic value of things. That's why if you talk to a film nerd, then they've got a completely different, like, their favorite movie most people have never heard of. But most people's favorite movie is, like, Endgame or, like, Jerry Maguire or, like, just some big, huge movie that's really good. But it's good for everybody. And it doesn't, most of the time, it doesn't, like resonate on an individual level with like a small section of people that's like a really niche appeal but that's why mass appeals to think that it's good for everybody and we can enjoy it as a community and like look man like kia needs music for their car commercials like and you can't throw i don't know we use mf doom mf doom can't be in a kia commercial like there's your grandma's, <laughs> your grandma's gonna watch it and never want to be in a kia again like it just doesn't work but if someone like taylor swift or katie perry makes enough money to fund the art that they like, then somebody weird and obscure gets the funding they need. Mm. So Jay-Z's a billionaire now. Jay-Z's going to fund some shit you never hear about. But that 50 grand that went to that one kid 
that's got a niche appeal that Jay-Z just really believed in, that kid's going to be able to make a living for the rest of his life because he got the startup money he needed to make a modest living in New York City as a fashion designer for, like, individual people. Like, he's, he's like... Like, ASAP Rocky gets all his style from this one dude that I don't even know his name. Like, I, I used to know his name, but, like, I forget. Oh, like, music-wise or, like... No, no, no. ASAP Rocky gets all his fashion style. Like, he'll tell you this. Like, he, like, he follows a few people, like... He's downstream from other fashion influencers. Yeah. You don't know that fashion influencer. Mm-hmm. But that fashion influencer was making a living because of ASAP Rocky. Oh. Because okay. ASAP Rocky's style, he distills the really weirdness of fashion. Because you see stuff on runways and you're like, I've never seen anyone wear anything like that. Mm-hmm. Because but... the art gets distilled into things that work for everyday use. Oh, okay. So the, the runways for the art, the rack is for the funding for the art. Wow. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, no, it does. It does. It does for sure. Um, dude, what, what do you, um, what's like your, your vision right now with like everything going on with like artists, like in Naples and stuff like that? Like, what do you think would be super dope for it to happen? Like in Naples, like with the music culture, the art culture. Cause I know that you're also into like doing events and I think it'd be whole cool thing. if we could just all get behind each other in a way that was, like, organic. Not like a, yo, please share my shit, please follow me. Like, just like that, like, there's, like, organic support and, like, inorganic support. And, like, you shouldn't support me or anybody else if it, you don't feel that. Like, you shouldn't feel obligated to, like, do anything for anybody. And, like, I don't think that's fair to feel, to be upset with someone that if you think they should support you. Because even if they like music, like... Nobody should feel obligated to do anything for you, but like if the guy'd like to just see the mindset change where it's like, yo, let's just come up as a group. Like, let's just, let's self fund a tour. Yeah. Like, let's all get enough small funding together where we can like all fund and a small enough buzz together where we could all, we, we all have our own 100 fans in Orlando so we can do an Orlando show as a group and all make our own money. We can run out the venue, we can book the show, we can sell all the tickets and like we don't need a headliner for it. That brings the people in. We've just got our all our small niche markets, and we do our own little Florida tour. Like I'd like to see that, but like it doesn't need to happen. Like you got we got to work towards it and like try as a group, but like it doesn't need to be forced. And, like I just like to see my friends succeed, man. I have so many talented friends; it's crazy. Like it's so crazy, and like I love it. Like I love having talented friends, and like even if I never blow up, I'll be a forty year old dad in the suburbs being like, "Yo, this is my friend." On the radio. <laughs> Hell like, yeah, I'll just bro. be happy for them. You know what I mean? And, like, there's just a weird pocket of talent down here that's fun. You know what I mean? Like, there's it's just a lot a, of talent here. There's bro. some young kids that are super Ooh. good that, like, haven't even realized it yet. Dude, the girl yesterday, Bree. Oh, Bree's awesome. Whoa, bro. Oh, it was like a whole, it was like a, it's like when you, and this is kind of like a weird metaphor, but when there's, like, different flavors of, like, ice cream at an ice cream, <laughs> yeah. ice cream shop. Bro, she was like a different flavor of like music. Oh yeah, she, she was like, like the she was like the uh, she's like a beer flight at a at a brewery. Like she, you get to try out, <laughs> you got to try a little bit of everything with her. Dude, it was it was great, bro. Like I loved it that she like oh, at, at the end, um, she like performed. She wanted to perform or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty late. But dude, she was great, bro. Yeah, dude, I, I really loved it. Everybody cool was super people. different. Yeah, yeah, like it's just. I don't know. It's fun. Yeah, if you guys don't know who Brie Minus is, her Instagram is the original drug child. She's super, super dope. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, there's so many people like that. Like, we could sit here and do a podcast about other people for, like, three hours. Like, me and you, we could talk about our friends for, like, three <laughs> hours and never bring either of our own lives up. Hell yeah. And, like, 
it would be interesting because our friends are super talented. Like, just the people who were there last night. Ducati's super good. He's 18. Like, he's amazing. amazing. Uh, JR is like a hell of a singer and a guitarist. Jenna is really, like, she's got a beautiful voice. Like, just a few people. Fucking Claudia. Like, oh my God, I was telling yeah. Claudia she needs to record her voice doing a bunch of stuff and sell a uh, sample pack to producers. Like, producers sell drum Yeah, 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 yeah. Because she's yeah, got yeah. such, like, a, that, like, she's got such a sampleable voice. What are you, dude? Be... Chill it. What are you doing? Stop <laughs> looking at me. Dude, what's his name? It's Ford. <laughs> dude, he's so cute. He's such a meathead, man. <laughs> and, like, oh my he d- didn't realize he was coming in here earlier. I thought I was trying to put him in his kennel, and, like, he, like, ran and, like, hid. And I was like, dude, you're going in the room. You're not coming in the kennel. Don't worry. <laughs> such a fucking dude, meathead. It's crazy, bro. Um, and then there's your other homie, Lutz. Lutz? Oh, Lutz. Oh, my God. Oh, bro! How did that happen? How did you guys? How did you guys meet? How did you guys like link up? Cause dude, his stuff is just crazy, bro. We met. So when I moved down here from Orlando, uh, like three years ago now, I didn't have friends or like uh, shit for like six months. Cause it's Naples. I didn't grow up down here. It's really hard to meet people when you don't know anybody and you're in your twenties. Like, wh- where am I supposed to go? Like, how- I'm not just gonna show up at a party. Like, I see a party on the side of the street. Like, how am I supposed to make friends in, <laughs> in Naples, Florida? Like, there's no, there's not a huge. It's not a public art scene. Like, the art scene's hard to find here. Once you find it, it's great, but, like, you don't just know about it. Like, you can't just Google, like, Naples open mic and find it. Um, we're, in Orlando, you can do that kind of stuff, right? Because it's a city. So, like, I didn't have friends for fucking ever. Uh, and my, speaking of dogs, my, like, social life was I went to the dog park every night. Like, I just took my dog to the dog park every night. I had, like, 30-year-old friends at the dog park. <laughs> and um, so I had, this is about three years ago, I had Tinder. And, uh... Lily Natal, Chill Master Lil, she's a really good singer. We, like, match on there. And I, like, go to her Instagram. And I see she sings on there. And I hit her up on media. I was like, hey, I swear to God, I promise you, I'm not hitting on you. I need friends. Can we please, please hang out and make music? Lily, Lily, dude, she's a homie, bro. She's She's the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I was just, like, it took me, like, a week to convince her to, like, I am not trying to hit on you. Please, please, I need friends that make art. Like, can we please go get coffee somewhere and just talk about art and shit? Yeah, yeah. For right? Sure. For sure, for sure. So, she finally goes and meets me to Starbucks, and, like, we end up, like, becoming very, like, friendly and whatever. And she brings me to an open mic at South Street. Uh, and that open mic went on for a long time. It was on Thursdays. And uh, that's where I met Nick. And we met, like, just mm. as, like, he, he was a solid rapper and I was a solid rapper. And, like, immediately friends. Um, but we were just, like, friendly for a while. And then through the hippie circle on Kava Sundays, when it was on Sundays, mm. he started coming out to that. And I started coming out to that. And then we became better friends. And then um, then we moved in together. Me, him, and Darby, who's his shit now, his fiance. They're engaged now. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm good for him, bro. Uh, but, yeah. So, like, we just met, like, through another open mic. So, there's, like, of the people we still run around with, like, the art scene down here still... There's like five or six like South Street original people that like the first few people I met down here. And it's like Lily, who I would love forever because I don't meet you or anybody that I hang out with now without Lily, like just being willing to meet me at that Starbucks so I can have a friend. Like, <laughs> um, Dude, wow. And that's when we met the internet. Like Tinder's like a gross, weird place. But I made all of my friends because of Tinder. Yeah. Because I lived in a place that it's hard to have a social life if you don't up down here and the only way to meet people was like to meet a girl and then meet her friends and then i met somebody through that weird dating app and like now i have friends and like an art scene and like a career and like 
that's a weird place for that to stem from. For sure, for sure. Dude, what do you, like, how do you feel about, like, dude, because obviously, like, I've jumped on, uh, on Tinder and Bumble and all this shit. Like, what do you, how do you feel about that? Like, the whole thing? Like, what's been your experience with, like, dating apps and stuff like that? Because I know that for everybody listening, I don't know if you're single or if you're in a relationship or if you're in an open relationship. Um, but obviously, every human, you know, goes and craves and whatever. Um, what's been like your experience with that? Like Tinder, Bumble? Uh, well, like, th- thankfully, I have a wonderful girlfriend, so I don't need to deal with that shit anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah like, my never... experience with that in cities, it's a lot more fun than it is in suburbs. So, like, Naples, it's rough. Because, yeah. like, it's just, there's not enough people, and, like, there's no, like, like, there's no, like, bar scene really here. Like, there's not a great bar scene. There's not... So, like, you're going to end up more than likely, like, just meeting one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's sketchy for everybody involved. And you got to, like, meet at your house. And, like, it's just a weird thing. Whereas, like, in Orlando, it was great. Because, like, you'd be like, hey, me and my three buddies are going to this bar tonight. Why don't you bring some of your friends and meet us there? And if you hit it off, great. And if not, you're out in the bars in downtown Orlando. You can go your separate ways whenever you're there. You're there anyways. Yeah. And it's safer and, like... Nobody feels uncomfortable, so if they are cool and, like, you guys are getting along, then you end up being in a more comfortable position to hit it off than in this, like, awkward, like, are we here fuck? Are we here to be, like, what's the deal? Like, <laughs> I'm in your house, so, like, we met up at, like, I don't know, it's just, like, it's another iteration of every, every era's got its own ways of dating and shit, and, like, I'll take Tinder over it being the 20s and, and showing up for, like, blind dates that I'm expected yeah. that is expected to like go on three or four dates and decide if we want to get married kind of shit or even or some cultures have arranged marriages which weirdly like statistically are more successful and happier people than regular marriages like arranged marriages those people on average are much happier mm. than the uh, typical like western marriage where you decide who you're marrying which is just crazy right but like every culture and society and decade and generation has its own structure of dating and like right now ours is like apps and like like the funny thing is like you would think with the internet and the availability of dating that like promiscuity and sleeping around and committed relationships would have gone like there would be more promiscuity less committed relationships uh more people having sex younger and whatever all the stats show since um the mid-2000s teenage sex has gone down uh, number of sexual partners is going down for our generation. Like we're having sex with less people, more less often, like than the generation before us. Which is you wouldn't think that because we're becoming more open about sexuality. It's become less taboo to like be slutty for anybody, male or female. But like, they're just open. Yeah, yeah open. Yeah. Like open relationships are becoming more acceptable. Like they're. It's not like you do what. Like mm. it's it's still a curiosity. People still have questions about sure. like open relationships, but it's not like ew, gross. Why would you do that? Like if that's for you, great. And, like, we're getting to a cool place in society. Like, every day, people get more accept, uh, accepting of other people globally. And, like, there's still a bunch of problems. But, like, every day gets a little better for everybody. A little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. Over time, over time, over time. And, like, that's the whole goal is just progression forward every day. And, like, so, yeah. So, dating's weird now. But, like, it was weird 10 years ago. And it was weird. <laughs> it was... <laughs> dating is weird. It is weird, bro. Like, are you who are you dating? Are you dating anybody? You no, no, no. I mean, I'm. I I see people like sometimes and stuff like that, but um, just kind of like in the place where I am right now, I'm more focused about creating things mm-hmm. and stuff like that. 
And obviously, bro, I'm not, I'm not one to, uh, like, I don't like to hurt people, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So I'm, like, very, I'm Up very front. clear. I'm just like, yo, like, I'm just vibing out. I'm just chilling. If you vibe with it, cool. And if you don't, cool. You know what I mean? That's it's kind, it's kind of like, kind of like a train is moving forward. And it's like, yo, do you want to hop on the train? If you want to get off at any time, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, or like, maybe, but it's like you're going forward. Like or you they're have on your, their own track, and like maybe they're gonna run parallel for a while. But like, sh- sh- you or her might have a turn eventually. Exactly. Exactly. So you don't want to like hook up junctions and like be on the same track and get <laughs> fuck and then crash. Exactly. You're not in the place to do that right now. Dude, for sure, bro. Um, but I've definitely, definitely, dude, for sure, for sure, like. Um, like Bumble and Tinder, the dope thing about it, obviously, cause like it has its positive and its negatives is that also when you get on those apps, um, there's also a lot of really cool people on there that are just looking for homies and friends. And the fact that like those apps use location, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, this person's like five minutes away or 10 minutes away. And it's like, Hey, do you want to go get coffee? Or do you want to like all link up and just get to know each other? Dude. Because we're all humans at the end of the day. We all crave connection. I wish know? it was socially acceptable for there to be. like I, cause I, And I would never have thought this until I moved to Naples and didn't have friends for six months. If it would have been cool for there to be like a version of Tinder for me to like meet like boys, like a guy friends. For, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But not, not but like, like in a but, weird but way. Like, yeah, yeah, the problem yeah. with Tinder is like I, can make, I, I made female friends through that. But like yeah. it was not clear up front that that's what I was looking for. Like uh, I could, I could put okay. that in my Tinder bio. I like, just want friends. Yeah, they all think I want to fuck them because the amount of that's messages... what they think about guys. All well, the no, time I mean, and it's not inaccurate because I mean, you've probably been through your female friends' Tinders. It's gross. Like, try fuck with that mouth through. Like all this like gross shit. Like they're like, <laughs> first of all, has that ever worked ever? You know what I mean? Like it's just like oh my god, nine yeah. out of every it's ten. It's not messages, great for girls. It's not no great for nine girls. out of every ten messages are gross, right? And like so you can act like a nice guy but until you've proven that like they're under the assumption you're just trying to fuck them so i could put in my tinder bio just trying to make friends yeah they're not believe me and nor should they believe me right thanks but like if there was like a version of tinder that was like i like rap and i like art and i like movies and i like sports mm-hmm. and like i'm a, i like this bar like you trying to be friends like let's just vibe so out. like yeah. yeah like me and you could have matched on fucking like friend tinder and been like all right let's go grab a beer and like that would have been cool if that was socially acceptable but it's yeah like, yeah yeah there's no setup for that. There's no like yeah. way to do that, and like that wouldn't be a successful app because there's still too much like broness and and like <laughs> among straight men where it's like, bro, that's gay. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, dude. Shout out to any people who like make apps or something like that. If you guys have like any, would you sign up for that app though? If you saw it, dude, awesome. to make friends, yeah, hell yeah, bro. Because I love friends, meeting, but, but you have people. friends now. So would you need it? Um, I mean, I would still... In a new city, you might, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, anyways, bro, like, I, I mean, that's why I love going to these events, like, the events that you're doing or that people are just doing in general, like, bro, I love meeting new people because everybody has, like, a really dope story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For the most part, like, if you're at an open mic, you're probably there because you're, like, curious about the music, you're curious about, oh, what's Kava or what's Kratom or, like... You know, what's the alt- art culture look like, you the, know? The biggest thing with the art scene, the coolest thing about the art scene is, like, most of us don't have that much in common, but the thing we have the most in common is that we didn't have anything in common with the people we grew up around, right? So, like, a lot of the people who got pushed into the art scene, that like, a lot of them aren't even artists. Like, they're not, like, musicians, or they're not, 
like painters, they don't have like a specific passion. They're just like a creative, like they have like a unique personality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like a lot of our friends aren't like hopping on the mic or like vending. Like they just they enjoy being in that community. And I think one of the biggest reasons that we're we all get along so well and we're also accepting of each other despite the fact that like there's very disparate interest among us. Like if you got ten of the people we run around with in a room together and like bullet pointed our our top ten interests, like most of us wouldn't have that many things in common. But the biggest thing we have in common is that we didn't really fit in where we grew up or our high school or like we can go to like dollar beer night at Rusty's or whatever the fuck it is. Like, <laughs> we're like, oh I don't I don't belong here. I don't like this music. I don't yeah. these people don't get me. I tried to have a conversation about like like fucking like determinism and everybody looked at me weird and like I don't know how to talk to these people and they asked me what my germ tattoo was and I said it and they're like that's weird and like they just don't understand me and like a lot of my friends don't give a fuck about the things I care about but they don't care that I care about those things if that makes sense right 100% and it's interesting to them that I have different interests and that's how I feel about a lot of my friends but like that's not that's abnormal. We we found we found normality in abnormality, kind of if that makes sense. Mm, dude, hell yeah. And I think like another thing, like I saw this quote the other day that said, uh, your your vibe attracts your tribe. So it's like the people that are going to these events, mm-hmm. they're they're all like in a way, in some type of way, like they're like in a in a similar frequency. Yeah. They all just want to vibe out together, which is beautiful, bro, because like when I I've been a couple times, like, at your events and just, like, other events, bro. And when I see all those kids, bro, just, like, all huddled around, like, super dope, like, and everybody's just vibing with, like, the, the person on the mic, bro, mm-hmm. it's beautiful to see. Yeah. It really is beautiful to I see, bro. Get that. Oh, God. Get out of here, Siri. <laughs> I'm so fidgety. I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, and the cool thing is, like, now I'm getting, like, the other day, someone reached out to me and asked me if I would help with a charity event. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's so cool. Like, that would have never dope. happened with my old group of friends. And I'm like, my friends back home, I love them. All my friends from Kansas City. But, like, other than a couple ones, they never even really... They don't even... They wouldn't even run around at Kava, like, with us. But they don't judge me for it. But, like, they don't even really get it. And, like, running around in that circle that I had back home, I would never get asked to be involved with something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just wouldn't come up. Like, I... They would help out with the charity event, but like that's just not something that happens in their circle. So like the group of friends I've created has like they all give a shit about the world, kinda. So like I got asked to help with the charity event the other day. They're like I would have never got to ask to help with if I was just going to bars and watching games. You know what I mean? And so like this weird community we've been a part of and helped build. Like it's a very caring group of people, a lot of empathetic people, and like I don't know, it's just cool to be a part of stuff like that now. It's like cool to be part of creation instead of. Yeah, like, nobody's just, like, most of us aren't observing. Like, we're all trying to create something, whether it's for ourselves or for other people or for, like, our community or whatever. It'd been like... I didn't get that. <laughs> um, but, like, the charity I'm getting asked to help out with is, uh, it's Empowered Latinos, mm-hmm. which is, like, I'm a blonde white dude from Kansas. Like, what do I have to do with Empowered Latinos? Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't get asked to help with that without this community, but, like, I'm so down to help. Like, fuck Yeah. Let's fucking get some school supplies together. Like, for these kids who need them. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, a cool thing that, like, came out of this community. I don't know. Hell yeah, bro. That's awesome. Yeah, I also wanted to ask you, too, like, what is, like, what's your happiness frequency? And, like, what makes you, like, the happiest in, like, this entire, 
life, this world? What's like the thing that makes you the happiness, happiest? And what is happiness for you? Like, what's your definition of happiness? Uh, I guess just like, I'm trying to think, I don't know. Like what like sets your, your soul like on fire? Like when you're like in the flow, like, man, this makes me feel, it might be music. It might be creating, it might be seeing artists. Like what's that thing for you? Everybody has like that thing. That's just like, yo, this makes me feel amazing. New information. Like it doesn't matter what it's about. It could be music. It could be a new artist. It could be um, a new style of music. It could be like, just something new that I haven't heard about. Like something I can learn. Like, something I can get, like, nerdy about. Like, I'm just nerdy, but I'm nerdy about everything. Like, I'm nerdy about just my life. So, like, I just, like, get excited. I get really excited. Like, I like talking to people. I get really excited, and sometimes I talk too much. And, like, this is fine for a podcast, but, like, <laughs> I talk like this all the time. Yeah, 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 I just yeah. get really excited, and, like, yeah. it usually turns people off, because I'm just like, yes, fuck yeah, like, let's talk about this, and, like, argue and debate, and people are like, I just, I want to chill, dude. And, like, yeah, I don't know, like, when I just, I'm probably the happiest when I'm, like, either learning something new or like just experiencing something that I haven't before or like learning about something new or hanging out with I'm gonna be honest hanging out with dogs like I could give up everything that I do in my entire life and just like spend the rest of my life hanging out with dogs and like helping dogs with like a like a vet or like a rescue and I'd be happy forever so I I was telling uh, someone this the other day I was like y'all need to get famous enough that I can be your weird friend that has a studio on a farm in Kansas somewhere and I can have my, like, 16 dogs, and y'all can come <laughs> just, like, get away from L.A. for a while and make an album <laughs> in my barn, and then, like, leave. And I can stay here away from people. Because, <laughs> like, I love people, but I don't. Hell yeah. Dogs dogs are for sure your, your thing thing. Do you yeah. think you, um, like, in the future, like, in the next, like, five to ten years, do you see yourself, like, staying in this area, or do you ever want to oh, go no. back to Kansas? <laughs> Fuck no. Or do you ever want to, like, move to another city? Within the next three years, I will either be in a major city somewhere, mm-hmm. backpacking in another country, or back in Kansas. So, like, I'll either be in a very New York, L.A., Chicago, Dallas, something like that. Next three years? Or next, next three years. years. Yeah. Next three years. Back home. Making music or? Making music for sure. sure. I'll make music forever, even if it's just a hobby. Because yeah. it's fun. That's awesome. That's the thing. It's just fun for me. Like, if, I, if it stops being fun, I'll do something else. But, like... That's why regardless I you love that's why it. I haven't written worked on my book in a while I just stopped being fun mm-hmm. but like I'll come back to it like I'll, I'll before I'm like 40 I'll probably finish my book but like the biggest thing with writers is like you gotta know the world a little bit before mm-hmm. you can write anything worth reading experience things yeah there's, I'm 24 I don't know shit I haven't experienced <laughs> like, I, I haven't experienced real pain like I don't I don't know anything yeah like I have I have no perspective I have nothing to write about so like as of now my like writing career is on hold I'll go back to it eventually but, uh, but yeah, I don't know, like, some days I really just want to, like, save up enough money to get a plane ticket to Europe, and then just not come back for a while. Just take a backpack. Right on. And some cash, and go. Or, like, Southeast Asia. Maybe, but, like, also... And make, make music on the go, or something like maybe, that? Maybe, but, like, and, like, see if I could, see if I could, like, instead of getting hotel rooms, like, just stay with an artist for a couple of days in Germany. And then bounce down to like another That's town in Germany vibe. and see That's someone wants vibe. to hang out, and make music for a couple of days, and then yeah, do yeah. it, then jump to another city and jump to another city and do that. And like, so, but then, if I do it that way, then some nights I'll be on bus benches. And like, I won't do that. <laughs> but like, and I got yeah, family yeah. and a girl and like friends and dogs and like, 
you know, mm-hmm. taking making that decision to just be like, fuck it, I'm out for a while. Yeah. That's like a big decision, and it's a, the biggest thing is it'll affect the relationships I have. For sure. And like, for my sure. friends will understand, but like the closest people, mm-hmm. it could hurt them. Yeah. You know I mean, like, you're not going to give a fuck if I dip out for three years and I get back from... As long like, as you're happy, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, you're not relying on me for anything. We're just friends. Exactly. As opposed to like, if I, if I just dipped out on my girl right now, <laughs> that would be one, really fucked up. Yeah. But two, like, even if she understood, it's always going to hurt forever. Like, she's going to be like, ah, oh, I dated. Like, she can be 35. And How like, long have you guys been together? Uh, like, five months. But, like, it's just a shitty thing to do to somebody. Like, it's a shitty thing just to dip out on your family and, like, your friends. Like, that's, if I'm going to do it, like, I need to be in a place that it's okay and, like, that I didn't leave anybody in a lurch. For sure. Because I don't want to, I don't want to, like, cause pain to anybody unnecessarily. Of course, dude. Of course, of course. That's awesome, bro. That's super dope, man. I'm super excited. How, um, how close are you to fitting, finishing this, like, project that you have going on so, like, people can, like, stay tuned, check out your music, like, either on Apple Music, Spotify, like, all these dope places? So, I'm a song and a half away from finishing it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I gotta do one more verse on, uh, one song, and then I gotta fully record the third song. Um, and then it'll be done, and then I just gotta shoot a couple videos and probably release a single. It'll be, once it releases, it'll be everywhere. So it'll be Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube, it'll be anywhere you can listen to music, it'll be there. Um, so I'm thinking probably, it's what, July? So maybe... By the end of the year or something? Well, before that, for sure. August or September It'll be it'll be out everywhere before the end of September for sure. Right on. Uh, but I got a couple video shot and a little bit of merch made and like just just some stuff, just the dressings that go with doing it right. Um, and then yeah, we'll see where shit goes. But like it'll be fun and like I'll probably drop the first single in a couple of weeks. Um, Hell yeah. But you know, I mean, it's uh, it'll be cool. Like Keanu of uh, XMDX will be on it. Um, he's one of the features on there, and then. You know, it's mostly me. I may have one more feature. Is your homie more. Lutz on it? He is not. No? No. Not on this one? No. This is possibly a, on, a, on another oh, one. Oh, he'll right? be on. I'll work with Lutz for Hell yeah, hell yeah. Bro. But uh, this project's odd stylistically. And like that dude is just a straight killer on boom bap stuff. Mm. But I have a hard time getting him on trap stuff. Gotcha, so. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> he and can, it's, it's mostly trap, like the one that's coming out? It's odd, but yeah, it's trap. Mm-hmm. It's heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, hell yeah, bro. But like, just a just a side note on loops, like that dude could kill any trap beat in the world he wants. Facts. He just like people are, people enjoy different things. His what's his Instagram real quick if people want to check out his music? It's loops l u t z hop music and like, oh god, if you like if you just like like straight up hip hop, like if you're just like a hip hop nerd, you will fucking love loops because it's just lyrically ridiculous. It's so good. Like what's a what's one of the fucking best verses? Like he he, he was like. Uh, Deep as Marina's trench may need to seek a deacon to repent my pin chain to lethal events. Ugh! The whole thing rhymes. Deep as Marina's trench. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> he makes me so mad. Like, ah. Bro, um, and also just, uh, just to like wrap it up, uh, bro, Instagram real quick was just Casey underscore Parks, right? Casey and it's K-A-C-E-Y. Casey Parks. Dude, just a quick like last message like to the youth, to everybody listening. Um, what would you say to young, as inspiring artists, musicians, painters, anybody uh, that wants to go after their dreams? 
you basically it's like uh, up to 60 so just like a couple of seconds of just anything you want to say to oh. people like doing art doing music following their dreams what would you say to them just like a little message surround yourself with people whose advice you respect that way the advice you get shapes your music in a correct way or your art in a correct way instead mm-hmm. of people who don't understand you trying to change you so like don't let shitty people corrupt the things you're doing like just like do you do yourself but don't be closed off to input from people that 